0: I'm Josh Way. Welcome to our podcast here at Shutter Speed Media. This is a podcast for people interested in video and photo production in the automotive industry, among other industries. Our goal is to share, educate, and entertain you with the stories and experiences we have, plus bring on guests to share their experiences in this field. And today we have a guest um, coming on, and it's going to be very exciting because we're going to be talking about drones, which is one of my favorite topics, of course, being a drone pilot myself. um, I, I very much enjoy the, the art of flight and the technology and how it's come along to the point that we're at now where it's just so, I want to say easy, but it's, uh, it's still technical, but it's, um, it has come a long way. So, And the guest we have is a specialist in a particular kind of drone flying, which is the FPV style, uh, which as we know is first-person view. Yes, first-person view, uh, which is, uh, we've all seen content on the internet about this sort of stuff, and it's it's that wide-angle, um, fast footage that dips and turns and does loops and tw- uh, twists and all sorts of stuff, and that's, uh, it's now seeing a major uh, influx in the commercial setting, which is where I tend to uh, spend most of my time, which is really cool to see it being used in a new way rather than just racing drones. Um, but to explain more of that and, and and tell us about his story. We have a guest uh, by the name of Jordan Gomez. Jordan, hey, I what's keep, up? I'm sorry everybody? if I'm gonna keep calling you Jordan. No, it's a good cool one. To say. Quick, introduce that's yourself. That's, yeah. And yeah, my name is Jordan. Um,
1: so yeah, I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thanks for having me on, you guys. I appreciate it. Yes,
0: sir. Um, so talking about drones today, I think there's gonna be a lot of people interested in in this topic, and there there is a vast amount of interest just in the general public. Um, we've obviously seen a lot of viral content, even from mm-hmm. some of our locally born and bred folks, mm-hmm. uh, one of which you know very well is Jay uh, mm-hmm. Christensen, mm-hmm. Um, and we could talk about that and how that influences, changes the industry, but yeah. tell us, let's start uh, back a little bit and just tell us about what you do yep. um, in this industry right now, and then we can we can start at the beginning after that. But
1: Yeah, uh, everything now that I'm executing is, is mostly FPV footage. Um, I've sort of fallen in the niche of motorsports. Um, that's my what I love. That's why I think the place for FPV belongs the most. Um, this past summer, do you, why do you say that? Um, just because of how dynamic it is, like how the acrobatic abilities of of the drone and um, keeping up with these vehicles at high speeds. Mm. Um, it tends to especially on the racetrack, Um, you know, viewers can, you know, audience can sit in their stands, but when they look up at the big screen and see, you know, a top-down view of, of what the the FPV drone's doing and following them, they're out, we're out there with them. Like what, what better view does, does, uh, there's no better view an audience can get. They can Mm -hmm. see the battles, you know, from, from top down, um, right up close and, and get intense with the action. Um, So yeah, I've been focusing on that. uh, This past summer, Uh, a friend, Justin, he goes by Justin Smash, brought me on for uh, Champ Offroad, and we've been doing some live streaming with FPV and. I love it. You know, that's, it's intense. We got to pit our drones, change our batteries and get back out there. Sometimes they hit the, you know, sometimes we get rocked, you know, we get mud thrown at us and we're, we're out there with them. Yeah. I mean,
0: you're covering the whole event. I mean, yeah. you're, you're trying to cover the whole race.
1: Yeah. We cover the whole race. So like uh, a champ off road event, for example, you know, uh, I guess it depends on what class is racing. You know, they'll do anywhere between, you know, like, well, on average is to say 10 laps. Um, and we get out there with them right away. And uh, as soon as the race kind of sifts itself out, usually there's a you know a couple, couple crashes, a couple yellows that we got to uh, negate or not negate, but, uh, you know, work around. Um, but we figure out where the battle is. We work with the producer in the TV truck and he's telling us, you know, because we can't see what's behind us. So sometimes we'll be up on one and two and we'll hear him say a battle's on three and four you know, battles on three and four. And so gotcha. then we kind of turn around and check battle three and four.
0: So you're kind of listening to the announcer at the same time as your.
1: The announcer is not so much. Like, we can kind of hear, you know, with our mixers and our headphones and whatnot when we're flying, uh, we can hear them in the back. But I'm, we're more in tune with the, the TV producer uh, mm. in the TV deck. Um huh. Just to make sure our video is coming in right and, and, and whatnot. But yeah, staying alongside and, and, and Champ has gone a long way. Justin's done an awesome, amazing job at, at, at doing this. And, you know, he's trained me in and, um, so now we're, we're just growing and I, you know, I think, I think that's where it is.
0: Um, Sweet. Yeah, so, and that's, I mean, that's how you're spending your, your, most of your creative time right now is that's,
1: um, yeah, yeah. The live stream stuff comes when it comes and then, you know, doing fly through footage, you know, uh, like you mentioned Jay and, uh, his bowling video that took off and, you know, those, those fly through videos have been around. So that one just hit, you know, that one went viral and everyone woke up to it. Um, so I've been doing some of that as well, uh, some real estate, you know, I gotta keep the food on the table, but, yep. um, the inspire, no work, shame in that. No, not at all. Yeah. And working with sports too, I did some stuff for the, uh, our local Minnesota Gophers football team. Um, you know, that was real cool. Getting close to subject matters yeah. and stuff like that. Um, you know, so the inspire work ha- not necessarily has taken a backseat, but it just has its place for commercial production or like telling a full on story, you know, like covering an event. Um, but to kind of incorporate all of it into one like having me show up with an inspire and all my fpv footage like it's not necessarily daunting and it's not like i can't do it but it's like with fpv there's so much that needs Mm -hmm. to happen it's such a technical thing that it's it's almost better to hire somebody else just to do the inspire footage sure um so yeah yeah there
0: you go (laughs) um well, that's that's cool. Well, I want mm-hmm. to keep going on that conversation uh, okay. in a bit, but let's start. I want to hear uh, maybe about where you started out in life. I know yep. you're from Mexico. Um,
1: my dad's from Mexico. I was oh, born. You're, you're yep, your dad? Yeah, yep, my dad is from Mexico. Uh, Are you fifty percent Mexican? I'm now? half. Yeah. Yep, I'm, okay. I'm a hybrid. Okay. Um, yeah, I went. You know, uh, born in Minneapolis, graduated from Elk River, where the location of ERX is, and one of my favorite off road tracks, and. Um, Went to school for sound design and music production. Where at? uh, IPR. So What's it, IPR? the Institute of production and recording is that in Minneapolis? Yep. Okay, cool. Um, they're still around. Um, not, I think they're credited now finally too. <laughs>
0: <Nice>. <laughs> but After any, you were there
1: afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> spent that 45 K on an uncredited degree, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I never really found, uh, you know, the four year stuff fitting for me. I knew I was always going to fall into something creative and, um, you know, music and audio at the time was, yeah. was huge. So playing in bands, DJing and whatnot, Um, and when I was about 28, 29, uh, is when I found drones, when I discovered, um, you know, what, what it, what a phantom was, you know, what DJI was producing.
0: Yeah. So you weren't, you weren't introduced to it at the cusp of the introduction that you were, mm-hmm. it was like, it was already DJI was already making stuff and mm-hmm. this existed. already. Right? So tell us yeah. about that story. Yeah. So, uh, I was kind of like in a, I guess you could say a quarter life
1: crisis. I, I was just hitting a, hitting a, you know, a block in the road of my career at the time I was doing, um, I was doing a lot of work in the hospitality industry. And, um, that was just the path I just was tired of and, and, and it's toxic in some ways. And I, knew it wasn't you know forever and so I went down to Mexico to live with my family and earn the blood and and have that experience and and understand Mexico City greater than than my father uh, you know and it's such a beautiful place and so spent some time on there I brought my turntables I was DJing at some clubs and brought a little camera with as well and then one day my friend invited me out to his house
0: out in the country and um, can I stop you real quick um, in Mexico City I mean I mm -hmm. I, I'd like to say I've been, been to Mexico more than I have but tell us I mean does Mexico City feel pretty modern and everything else I mean, oh yeah it, it's very much totally like you'd find here and technology yeah. is thriving and all that stuff right? yeah definitely I, I you know um
1: I don't think the hamburgers are as good as we got here in Minnesota, but the tacos are are fine. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, it's a completely modernized city. I mean, it's a wealthy city. Yes, there is a classism, you know, there it's, you know, the most native are the poorest and the Spanish, more thicker Spanish blooded are richer, but, um, every, every country has got their issues, I guess it is, you know, it's a very dense city. Um, it's very populated traffic sucks. It's it's like L.A., but maybe even a little bit more wilder. Yeah. Um, you know, if I were to live there, I'd probably have a little moto instead of a car. Um, but, yeah, I mean, museums, okay. architecture is beautiful. You know, yeah. it would be a dream to go FPV that city yeah, and bet. get away
0: with it. Bet. All <laughs> so, right. But, sweet. So then you got into the—you were introduced to drone.
1: Yeah, so I went out to visit a friend, and he had a phantom, and, and we brought it out to an agave field. And, uh, you know, we lit, lit the thing up, and uh, he was— Was he just a
0: recreational—
1: um, he was doing some videography I think he still does okay. um, and, and you know, I think he's now into to the FPV combo that DJI produ- produced but um, yeah so he he put it up and I watched him and I was like oh this is all great and then it was my turn and I'm having the time of my life but I didn't understand the break you know how to slow it down I just like let go of the sticks and it I, and it airbraked like 10 feet and crashed into the side of the cave mm-hmm. that we were in the rocks so yeah sorry Leon well, I messed na- up your drone naturally your
0: full stick right? yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was ripping it, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I took the thing back to the city for him, got it fixed, um, and then you know a couple months later when I moved home, the first thing I did was was buy a Phantom 4 Pro, um, and I had that for for about two two years, and then eventually leveled up to the Inspire. Okay, um, and in between that dived into videography as well to understand
0: so, so what year was that how long ago did uh, you, was your
1: 2017 FD? was when i got the phantom okay. four pro okay. i think yeah so And that's then, just
0: f- almost five years ago
1: yeah okay and, yeah, then, and then i mean
0: the technology has moved so fast yeah it's moving faster now it's ridiculous we'll talk about that but
1: yeah. yeah so yeah and then 2019 the inspire 2 i got the full cinema package you know i um I saved up and, and you know did the whole thing and dropped a bunch of money on it and um, yeah it's it's definitely a, a great tool I still I still think like there's no reason to change it you know there's maybe a, you know, the FPV camera on it could be a little bit better mm-hmm. but um, it's on still, the Inspire yeah you know how there's the FPV cam and then yes. there's the bottom cam yeah. that, how often do you actually fly to pilot. Um, all the time. Really? Um yeah. Um actually Jay and I you know, we've worked together before. Um it's it's easier to get those high dynamic shots and also as a when someone's piloting you can really keep an eye on the drone and mm-hmm. it helps to you know, avoid crashes and yep. whatnot. Um,
0: Especially in a dense spot, like a city mm-hmm. street with light poles and things mm-hmm. like that. If you're shooting up yep. shooting vehicles and whatnot. I think that that's yeah, where it sure. applies the
1: most. Yep. Um, so I, I mean now since I've experienced dual lopping, I feel like that's the only way to go with an mm. inspire unless you're like doing some real estate stuff where it's, you know, very basic, um, mm. or just more traditional shots or just doing photography, obviously not mm-hmm. a big deal, but, uh, yeah, the inspire still has its place. Um, And so, yeah, then when COVID hit, uh, I was, well, back up a little bit more. I mean, you know, I had the inspire. I was watching FPV footage. And at that point, you know, everything was analog, you know, and we were watching, I was watching legends like, you know, quote unquote legends like, you know, Johnny and, and Mr. Steel and those guys, you know, ripping drift cars and, you know, hitting mountaintops and all this stuff. And, uh, it was awesome. It was like, great. Like, but it was kind of intimidating because I think for all of us, we were seeing that their analog camera and being like, how in the hell are they seeing? Like, how can they do that? You know? And then we, I would look into how to make it or how, you know, because okay. ready to fly are not necessarily a thing. And and it was just really intimidating. And, 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 at that same time I was working at a DJI retailer, um, uh, fixing inspires, you know, help fixing phantoms, dealing with customers, selling, uh, packages and whatnot, and kind of diving a little bit further into FPV and like in the sense of like what all the components are and what it takes to make the drone happen mm-hmm. and work. Um, and then, uh, I left that job fairly quick, but, uh, It was when when we got locked down. I had already purchased the squirt and the goggles and, you know, the DJI remote. And, um, head crashed it a few times and whatnot, but it wasn't until we got locked down that I really got to focus in and just dive 1,000% into it. Mm. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't leave my studio for, for weeks. You know.
0: So when you were getting into watching the analog stuff, for mm-hmm. anyone who doesn't know, the analog signal is a traditional radio signal mm-hmm. over the air. It's not a digital signal. And it, it looks like on your screen, it looks like some old... VCR, yeah, tape. some old <laughs> tape from a 1990 television with a poor signal, right? Especially when you get far out or behind an object or something. But yeah. um, when digital came around, that was just a revelation, was it not? Yeah, I think for
1: everybody, it was like, hey, this is a, an open door now to like making this more accessible. Um, Did DJ? Were they the ones who really yeah, they, pioneered that system? Totally. And there's a couple other options out there now, SharkBite being one of them. Um, you know, and I think we'll see some advances. But, yeah, I mean, outside of all the other stuff that DJI makes, um, their air units, the digital air units, is obviously, like, the best thing they have ever they could have ever done mm-hmm. um, for the industry and for FPV. Okay.
0: Um, <sighs> DJI. Mm -hmm. So you are talking about a lot of DJI stuff, but you don't fly a DJI for your FPV stuff. You have something you've made. Yeah, um, a lot of stuff is-
1: Well, there's the DJI component in the FPV drone, which is the air unit. Um, And that's what allows the broadcast to to be digital. so the VX the video transmission is digital and that's produced by the air unit um, I do have some analog builds as well there's pros and cons to both you know um, depends on your environment what you're flying latency is that latency is a big one um, with analog you can see the breakup before it happens like if you're going around somewhere and you're like okay this is an area I shouldn't go because then I won't be able to get that transmission whereas it's digital like it'll get blocking and sometimes just cut out and whoops mm. you know so, mm. so there's the pros and cons but yeah latency is a big one a lot of the racers obviously still fly
0: analog because of that. Um, I mean, DJI racing, let's talk about that for a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. curious. Uh, that sport has just come out of nowhere when mm-hmm. this technology arose. And is its it... Is it mm-hmm mean anything or I mean, is it just for fun yeah it's just. I think it means a lot
1: um, I think that it's really difficult I think it requires a lot of practice and a lot of uh, you know a lot of purchasing of batteries yeah <laughs> um, it's also I think it's kind of a young man's thing I think it's great for to see the kids do it um, You know, because for guys like us that we need to work, we need to provide, um, you know, I'm being 35 now. I can't sit around and fly and race other drones all day. There's no pay in that, um, but it can lead to, to awesome things. So we're seeing a lot of these young kids in high schools, uh, around the area. They they're building programs now around drones and and they're getting into it with racing and they're racing each other and starting out with different, smaller drones and they're working their way up. Um, and, and. And so I think, like, yeah, the money's not entirely there, you know. But 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 it's advancing
0: the industry, which is
1: good. Yeah, and it's its own sport. You know, these guys, you know, we could take a name off a bunch. You know, Vanover Nub, you know, Heads Up. You know, all those guys are amazing, you know, pilots, and they're they're really good at what they do. But, you know, at the same time, it's like I I wish I could have been younger when I discovered drones, because then I could have had the, the time to, to sure. sit around and, hit and fly through gates sure. all day.
0: Mom, I need to buy another yeah. drone. I broke this phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, what I always have trouble with, sorry, squeaky chair, hmm. um, understanding for yeah, adults is like, how does drone racing stuff make any sense? Because it, that style of flying is not practical for mm-hmm. a commercial. purposes yeah you're you're ripping turns you're going through hoops you're doing all this stuff but that that fast paced stuff is like it can't sell a product no not at all so that's why i do like how it has adapted fpv stuff say hey well let's take this but now let's apply it to commercial applications uh for marketing and advertising content mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and seeing how that's been used and implemented even in the past just year or two with major brands around the world and i think it's been really cool to see yeah for sure um and that's why i even got the dgi one just to get my feet wet mm-hmm. and uh i still haven't flown it in manual mode so yeah guilty, but, <laughs> no, that's okay <not> <laughs> um but i mean for a lot of it i can at least kind of get similar styles just in sport mode because it's got that wide lens. It you know it turns and whatever. Yep. It's acrobatic. Yep. Um, but yeah, but it's been fun to see how how it has changed video making uh, from from a drone perspective because it's yep. it's much different than just sending the the big one up getting your pan shots, getting your top-down shots, uh, and in your pan, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, the same shots that all end up kind of looking the same, and now we can mm-hmm. at least add a new element in there right? and uh, add a little spice to your new project. But I don't think... It is the end all be all for any project. Like, I forgot who did it. Was it Johnny FPV that did that Porsche one with the the desert and the ice? That was like, what, four months ago that came out? Something like that. Um, That was a very impressive video. Mm -hmm. They used a wave camera that, like, high speed.
1: Uh, super slow mo cam.
0: Oh, just to be I'm able to catch all like the s- yeah, yeah, sand details. Yeah, that was like
1: pretty pretty crazy shots there.
0: It was very crazy, yeah. um, but I didn't care for it that much just because it was too much of a good thing. Mm-hmm. In that, in in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, it was a cool exercise, technical exercise, and it was beautifully done. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I just I I think everything needs to have like a balance, and if it's a whole project devoted to one means of shooting something, right? It kind of I don't know. Am I being crazy? No, I don't that? think so. I mean, now if I, I mean, I agree with you to a point. I
1: think if I were to like think back, obviously Johnny's got mad skills, and you know the team behind it putting together what they did and hitting all those locations. Yeah. Um, I've worked with that camera a little bit that they used, and it's a really hard camera to work with. You need a lot of light, and so I think from remembering watching that video, everything was shot in very bright settings. It was like a, it snow, was a bright desert. desert,
0: and a bright snowy. So day, that helped
1: yeah. with that camera, um, but I don't remember what car they were. Just you the, know what I mean? Like that's the one thing about the video is like I don't remember the car. I remember just yeah. how crazy the shots were, and yeah. I knew it was a Porsche car, but I yeah. didn't. And so I think it was more highlighting like how amazing you know Johnny and in, in the. Drive own and the camera and that's, everything. That's
0: kind of what I think. It, it no longer became about the product, the, car, yeah. the thing that's actually paying for the, mm-hmm. the whole production. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it was a technical exercise in, in the yeah. abilities of drones, which I think is cool. Definitely. No disrespect to the people who put, yeah, I'm sure, n- yeah, none at all. hundreds of hours into putting that together. Yeah. Um, yeah, the editing was awesome, too. Oh, it's so sick. I yeah. mean, how they transition from one destination to the next. Yeah, back. I think he
1: has a few uh, YouTube videos. He talks about the process. Yeah, I've seen, it, I think I've seen one of them. He did use yeah. a five-inch to hit that window mm-hmm. um, where he flies through the window or whatever. That was not. Oh, so he
0: used more than one drone.
1: Yeah, he used the lifter for the a, a lifter for I don't know which one he kind of it's kind of secret what he uses but and then the wave camera and then he used a, a GoPro setup for
0: uh, to hit the gap he hit that window Kay. a few times dang these guys I can't I can't keep up I just try to take pictures of cars and pay for my <laughs> shit so yeah, right. um, yeah no but it's it's just been wild to see a drone take so much uh, um, I want to say like what's the word I'm looking for like so much Change and growth. Uh, such a large percentage of oh, production yeah. nowadays. Yeah, like it's such a like. Oh well, do you do this because we want this in our shots? You know, um, I have not talked to a producer or a DP in a while that hasn't asked, "Hey, do, can are we gonna add?" FPV into this and mm-hmm. yeah, like everyone wants it. They've all seen the fly throughs at Bryant Lake Bowl and they've all <laughs> seen all the rest. And yep. uh, clients out of nowhere are just like, hey, do you do this? Do you do this? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's really cool and I know it's captivated the people. And the technology, I think, is already moving past that kind of. Or not technology, with styles have Mm -hmm. already moved past it. Like for you and I, I'm like Mm -hmm. kind of the front of it. Um, but all the rest of the world is like, they're still captivated by it. I think that's, they're still right there with like the Brian like bowl video. Yep. Oh my God, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that's holding us all back, I think, and some guys are hitting it is just the straight science and physics of it. I mean, we all have ideas on how to make these drones bigger or bigger, better different cameras to put on there and whatnot, but we have to wait for the camera developer to the camera companies to develop something. You know, the red Komodo, obviously it's not the best red, but it's compact form allows, allows people to put it on the drone.
0: Is that the one Um, that Nick FPV guy? Uh, flu? Nick. Uh,
1: what was his name? I mean, most of the, most, that? most people are using, it's, if it's not a Komodo, it's a Black Magic. If it's not a Black Magic, it's maybe the Z Cam. Um, you know, but, uh. NERC. NERC.
0: Paul NERC.
1: Yeah, NERC yeah, uses, uh, I think he had a Panasonic BGH1 for a sec. Um, yeah,
0: and he filmed something somewhere out in the sticks in like text or something with a red, and it was like yeah. a cool video. It was like yeah. filming a Bugatti. Was on the okay? road. Yeah, most of them are rolling red, you know, the brand of red. All the people,
1: oh, you got a red. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Yeah. But I've, um, yeah, I think, you know, and again, like there's no gyro in those cameras. So we're, wait, you know, we want that. We want a box camera with a gyro in there so we can turn stabilization on and not have to bring this footage back and spend a whole day processing to make it stabilized, mm. you know? And there's, you can, I notice when some of these car shots or whatever, where they use a Komodo or Blackmagic, when you can see when there's no stabilization added and maybe the directors or the clients wanted it that way. And that's cool. Um, but to have a cool stable you know like with real steady and gopro that that look is just so clean um and it definitely hides some pilots faults you know as well
0: So walk me through then i mean when I think of racing drones, I think most people think of something real t- real small, fits a GoPro. Yep. But now, like, we're talking about fitting a red Komodo on it. I mean, that's like a box, like...
1: Yeah, it's a two-pound Whatever. Camera. It's like yeah.
0: six inches by six inches by six inches or so, big mm-hmm. box with a lens on it. Mm-hmm. So, and then you have to strap that to a, a bigger frame, yep. balance it correctly so it doesn't just spin out of control. And, uh, and then you actually... You, you still have a little FPV camera on there so you can... Pilot. Yep but you're guessing at the angle. So you're, usually you set
1: your FPV camera to the same angle as what the yeah. the camera is. So yeah. but yeah, there's more challenges involved. It's way more technical, you know, there's more pre-production. You have to get your your that angle right so you know, you know, cuz obviously the FPV camera is very wide yeah. depending on what lens you throw on the the, you know, whatever box camera you're using. Right. Um, so you can set your framing outlines through the goggles and kind of get that set up, but it's it's a lot of testing.
0: Um, because and for anyone that doesn't know that's listening to this, mm-hmm. um, on 99% of all FPV drones, with the exception of the DJI one, you're looking not through the camera lens that's recording. Right. You're looking through the piloting, right. you know, flight camera yeah. that you're seeing. So it camera's looking at something different, and you're seeing yeah. something different in the goggles. So you have to align those. Yeah, know, we did. Getting.
1: Like uh, the last video that I posted of the Subaru. Um, that that chase um, out at ERX, like yeah. So that has the the digital. DJI, I use the DJI um, air unit for that and that has the digital FPV cam and so that camera obviously that sensor is really tiny um, but if I were to live stream that's what the audience is going to see is that camera uh, so I can't auto, I, if I'm flying on a race I have to be real smooth with my lines and let the drone do the work, I can't correct, I can't just sit there and wobble back and forth because then it becomes nauseous, um, you know there's no flipping, there's no rolling You know, it's following the lines, getting them keeping them in frame and it's you know, in the short amount of time, the last you know what, four, four or five months that I've been doing live stream, you know, f- like three events I think so far. Yeah, three, four. Um, it's made me such a better pilot because it's keeping me, keeping that in mind. It's just keep the. Keep the subject in frame. Don't try to be stylish, yeah. you know. And, and yeah, sure, there's moments when we because it's
0: not like a drone that, race. It's like you're trying to sell something. You're working on the sale. You're of a cameraman that at, event. That, at that yeah. point.
1: You're a cameraman in the sky. Yeah, and just keep up with them. Get the angles. Hit the corners right. Um, don't and you do can
0: anything. have some flair for in sure. There, for right? sure.
1: And, and like obviously, you know, if you watch Justin Justin's videos, or if you watch a live stream, if you just look up Champ Off Road live stream, you'll see. Yeah, there's times where we're just rolling on top of them. Yep. You know, and, and that's the point. But then the good footage is what's being, re- is, you know, with through the GoPro is what's being
0: recorded on top, and that's stabilized, and, and that's when you can really see,
1: you know, the art behind
0: it. Sure. Do you feel like you have a particular style um, for your video work that can be described that— uh or something you'd like to uh, some details about the way you fly that you like uh, to implement in your projects. Yeah, I guess it depends what the subject matter is.
1: Um, Let's say cars, something moving. Yeah, cars, yeah, live action. Yeah, I think that I think that with I think with that there's definitely style. Like if you start comparing, you know. Um, videos and drift videos and whatnot, you know, I think, again, the live stream thing has just helped so much for me to understand what, what really matters, you mm-hmm. know, cause there's a lot of drift footage out there where guys are ripping circles around the cars, getting in front of them over their hood, you know, download by their spoiler, stuff like that. And, and all that stuff's really cool. But you know, and, and I, you know, I think I'll be doing a little bit of that this weekend. But it's like, a, it's like kind of like just shoot, shoot what really matters, and, and show the cars battling, show that distance, show the gap, you know, yeah. like show what counts because it's about the racers, it's not about you as a pilot. Sure. And I think the the ego of being a, a drone pilot kind of gets in the way sometimes with actually just making sure that. You're you're showing what's happening because it's again it's about the race car drivers. People are there to see their favorite racers. They're there to see the drift cars and see who battles and see who's the best one. It's your job to capture that, you know. But it's uh, for style, you know. I guess I guess I don't really think I have a complete style yet, you know. It's I just like to make sure I'm doing a good job (laughs) and not crashing.
0: (laughs) And that's I mean when you're shooting a live event and you're Mm -hmm. live streaming off your drone, Mm -hmm. which is. When I think about it, just wild, you know. Yeah. Like ten years ago. Yeah, because we you got to be like, on. Holy frick! Like yeah, you, you got to. You imagine we're talking about this 10, ten years ago, Yeah, or yeah, or six, even, five,
1: whatever. Yeah, I mean, you, we have to be on 100 percent of the time. Yeah. You know, as soon as practice starts, as soon as the amateur hour starts, you know, we're we're on. Batteries are charging. They're getting cycled. Yeah. GoPros are recording nonstop, and our minds are going. You know, and we have to we have to be with it entirely the whole time. And.
0: So do you enjoy that kind of FPV work, drone flying work, versus Mm. being on set, creative
1: production (laughs) work? Um, I think it depends. You know, I think if it's for, you know, I think it depends on what kind of set you're on and who you're working with. but uh, what's nice about being on a racetrack is like you kind of be your own boss. You're sitting yeah. on, you're sitting somewhere doing your own thing, and they trust you. You're there you for. You sit a up reason. on that tower at ERX? Uh, that tower, no, that's the lookout tower for the for the race teams. But um, Freddie ERX, they put us on top of the TV truck on turn after turn two after the one eighty. Um, okay. We sit on that side over there, um, and we still get decent reception and everything.
0: So, with those with those little drones, is the reception a, a problem? Like, what's it can what's be. the realistic distance. I it mean, can be uh, as long as you got line of sight, you're
1: good. Um, it just depends. You don't want to duck behind too many trees, you know, elements, dirt. Uh, if
0: you go, the RX, it's not like it's a big track. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah, it's
1: just like there is a, I think of the last turn was it'd be turn five, six, six, uh, right before the finish line. Like it does go down a little dips. bit. It dips down. And so our megabytes drop. I mean, I've had mine drop down to like, I think like eight or something, which is still fine. But you get a little freaking nervous because like, oh shit, here comes the finish line. And you're trying to follow them through the finish line. And, and all of a sudden much-y. you're all bitty
0: and you're like, uh-oh, like what's uh i don't know the the, the rates uh mm-hmm. streaming rates 20, there.
1: uh we set ours to 50 for full full reception that's full reception that's 50 full, megabits per second yeah per second. and then it streams out the dji controller uh the the uh, smart controller like 1080 60 dpi or something i don't remember it's
0: so i was going to ask that the the, mm-hmm. the the size of the video being streamed out mm-hmm. live is what now? Yeah, you can. There's
1: a range; it goes all the way from like I think I don't even know. I I just keep it at 1080i. Okay. 1080i, I think. Yeah. Um, I I set the settings once and never looked back. You know, okay. I just put, tried to put it at the best settings for the for the producer, and that was okay. it.
0: But um. I've never actually watched one of your live deals. I have to mm-hmm. I have to catch one of those.
1: Yeah, again, it's not the most prettiest footage. It's coming off of the FPV camera. So it's a small sensor. Yeah. And so it doesn't do super great in low light either. Um, yeah. But the, as long as we got the exposure set decently and saturation, and then they can tweak it a little bit in the it truck,
0: it has the reception. Uh, among people been really strong with this style of flying for those events oh they love it they you love know it. I
1: think they're like oh you're the drone dude dude you know like it's, it's and the view
0: counts though online are high and like the numbers are good yeah I, I believe uh, I believe it's gonna grow I
1: think that's this is where the future is you know the guy I mean obviously no disrespect to the to the other camera operators around the track like yeah. you know, cameras one through whatever um, those guys are out, out there getting important stuff and their footage looks amazing as well. But I think people love seeing the battles, you know, we're right there with them. You know, I think I've, can't tell you how few times there's been a few times where i have followed a car just because i know his wheels about to fall off and i'm sitting there like just making sure i'm focused on the wheel because i'm waiting for that sucker to just pop off and like how cool of a shot is that you know not every camera guy can get that you know especially if it's like your back left you know wheel camera guy can't get the back left wheel he's on the outside
0: but i think of like i watch f1 a lot yeah f1 uh, formula one uh, racer fan yeah and like they obviously i think it's safe to consider they can't be zinging around, you know, FPV drones. So that, mm-hmm. but to supplement what you just said, because you can catch stuff that no no other camera can, because you're freaking right there. Yeah, it's like you're right out the driver's window. Yeah. if you need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but on, on lots of other motorsport events. It's just not a. That's possible. It's not possible. It's so physics, they, yeah. Like we're, so, they have every camera they can, but dude, still, yeah. even then, like they miss certain things, and yeah, I think
1: yeah. for 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 like you know Formula One and even MotoGP and some rally and obviously Baja, like a drone's never going to replace a helicopter. Yeah, that's where that's that's the job for a helicopter. Yeah, you know we can't. There's physics are involved and it's just science. We could, We're shit. Our shit's battery powered, not gas. You know right. our batteries would explode well, if we and tried to go 100. Too, miles when and right. you right. got racers
0: going 100. <laughs> 200 miles an hour, yeah. and you got a drone that loses signal and winds up hitting that driver, or it's somebody it's like, in the stands or, or something. That, yeah, yeah, like it's, it's, just it's not it would realistic. Be like, yeah. So, oh, so yeah, there crazy. are limitations to it, and
1: then, and and as of now, I don't see formula one or you know MotoGP, throwing that up as an yeah. option you know?
0: i mean i've seen it done in promo work of
1: sure course, yes. closed
0: course production yeah. and they know and don't go faster than 80 you know like yeah. they're, they're chilling and the footage is awesome you yeah. know and they get some some mm-hmm. quality guys in there mm-hmm. where do you think drone stuff as a whole and fpv stuff all in all the same category here where do you think it's going i mean i I, from what i've seen i've got every drone every dji drone sitting here Mm -hmm. and i i fly them all i use them all um and i thought earlier on that well this thing's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger but i really don't feel like that's been the case i thought a drone would be in every house in America, mm-hmm. like a, an iPhone. But it hasn't been the case. I feel like it's kind of leveled off. The mm-hmm. people who are going to buy them are going to buy them. Mm-hmm. The productions, you know, use them as much as they're going to use them, and then uh, it's traditional video, yeah, is stuff. But do you do you see any other? Do you have any insights into where you think the drone stuff is heading? Yeah, I I think it would be
1: awesome to see it at the Olympics. Mm. Um, Because, I mean, there's a lot of, like... What events specifically? I mean, how many events are at the Olympics nowadays? But, like, even a marathon race or bike, you know, triathlon, stuff like that, like those shots can be in there easy, yeah. you know, and, and, and it's just a matter of figuring out what events to use them sure. on. But, um, you know, getting it that far spread where it's just naturalized, where everyone's not surprised or overwhelmed anymore, that there's an aerial shot. Yeah. Uh, live video. It's an shot. expectation.
0: For yeah. A lot of people. And like I think drones, they and, like, that's what I mean. It's yeah. Like, oh, there's a drone.
1: I mean, obviously oh, they're yeah, using, they're probably using some inspire, some, you know, obviously there's helicopters and stuff, but we're, we're talking FPV specific right now. Yeah. And I think like that could be the way, you know, um, but, you know, I think was it was a Gab 707. He, you know, broke through and, you know, did the uh, natural selection, the snowboarding event and live streamed that, Okay. Uh, I think that was Red Bull produced. Um, and that was out in Canada, or no, that was Montana or Wyoming. Um, and so that was really cool, you know, and, and the fact that they were, you know, they made, I don't even know, a handful of these really expensive setups in, you know, I don't know if they used a or whatever they used and they had specific towers built with receivers and antennas on them. Like it was a, a huge production, very expensive, but they did it. And like, that's awesome. And so like, actually I can continue talking about what he's up to. I think it was like two days ago, he put out a video showcasing a a huge Cinelifter drone with a gimbal on top and and On uh, on, on bottom. Yeah. So FPV drone with, I mean, it's a big ass drone. It's not a five inch, that's for sure. Um, you know, with a, a, I think it's a DJI gimbal, but they they figured out how to make it happen, you know, And, and it requires a ton of tuning, and you know, you can't do completely everything with it, but uh you know it's there and so i think like where it's headed commercially i think i answered that one i think like we're just waiting for for the technology to get there you know i think sony needs to step up yeah. and because their their uh their cameras are awesome their stabilization they have their own stabilization called the catalyst mm. um i would love to see them make a box cam for us you know, for drone pilots sure you know red's there but you know red's kind of one of those things where it's like they're in their own zone they you know they do their own thing
0: because that uh, has always been the limitation to this point is is the quality of the footage you can get yeah that is that is the elephant in the room with fpv stuff because it's it's like gopros or what we've seen lately jay's throwing a Mm -hmm. dslr on his for a lot of his shots yeah uh,
1: i think jay's using a7s yeah um, or are one of the two, yeah. um, but that still has its limitations too, you know. And so I'm rolling Black Magic, and I'm happy with it. I haven't put anything out because um, I'm still perfecting it. Um, and all my call, all of my stuff calls for just GoPro right now, and that's yeah. cool with me. I'm not, you know. Eventually, I'll get there. I learned. The hard way when I got into FPV, I spent so much money buying all this shit, and I was like, any new thing that came out, like, oh, this new ESC from whatever, oh, I'd buy it, like, oh, new motor, like, oh, that's cool. And, like, then I would break shit and be like, ah. So it's like now with the more expensive stuff, I'm I'm taking a slower approach because... So, well, obviously there's a lot of money involved, you know, yeah. so just figuring out what works and I'm seeing everything change so fast. Yeah. So like why jump into something when I know that in, like a month later, two months later, something else is going
0: to be out. Sure. So well, and, and hopefully uh, scaling with that knowledge and, and everything with nicer equipment, you actually have a, a reputation that's growing too. So you can charge more as you get more, mm-hmm. as you get more business. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you got to be patient. Um,
1: I think that's that's the go, the, goal, the the way to success is mm-hmm. playing it smart, you know. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I don't know when you say that the stuff has leveled off i think that people are really they really want to get into it but it's just again it's that intimidating factor of like whoa like i can go do that you know and like or what does it take to do that and then they'll crash and then they get discouraged and don't get don't want to fix it you know and then they figure out like oh i have to learn how to solder i have to learn how to program this shit
0: like forget about it i'm done well the, you know? the battery thing is what freaked me out the most yeah yeah because what is there how many fires has there been because somebody yeah, there's
1: do been the a few. has the been a few. Yeah, right? you got to monitor your batteries and, and check oh, your levels
0: on each cell. That was shell. a big appeal to the DJI one. Yeah, just plug it in like any old other battery. Right. And uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about the DJI product? I haven't tried it. I'm oh, going. Let's fly out yeah, let's it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, i fly around in here. <laughs> yeah, I've <right>. done it. <laughs> no, I haven't tried it. Um...
1: It looks loose from what I've seen. Like I wonder if I could, if there's a way to tune it a little tighter. But the footage looks a little like loosey. I don't know. Mm. I but I haven't seen. I mean, I know that the footage is not quite as good as a GoPro. But from what I've watched on YouTube,
0: but it's in terms of how it flies, I have no idea. Low light is bad. Yeah, very bad. Um, yeah, I, I think that their second generation is going to be where they nail it. This mm-hmm. one we all know was a first first attempt, and mm-hmm. I think they're. They're pretty close, but there's a lot of things. And I haven't floated in full manual mode yet, but I'm saying from a camera perspective... Yeah. Um there's definitely I some think room on the table for some improvements.
1: For me it's going to be that Inspire 3. I think that if they ever make one and they put a bit better FPV camera on that um, and if we can still use our X7s and not have to buy another camera yeah.
0: like the X10. All
1: <laughs> like, Whatever, Yeah. I mean like it's that would be that's the, to me that's going to be sick cuz like oh I yeah. can put on goggles and fly the Inspire and then do lopping obviously too. Yeah. Um, and and I actually have seen some guys do that. I have two inspire bodies and I've thought about putting on an air unit on the Inspire to
0: like fly inspire with Inspire with the goggles. you fly the Inspire too as the as the FPV pilot with FPV goggles you, on? Well I mean you're not supposed to but I've seen the, I've
1: seen there's a guy on YouTube that, that has done it. He really? put a, uh, the air unit mod on there. <clears throat> huh. But I'm kinda I mean I have an extra body but it's like do I want to sacrifice <laughs> yeah. you know and like if it doesn't work, you know I mean it would just be really cool because like I've crashed Inspire Before I've crashed one at Brainerd, I hit those because they got fucking stupid little power lines that you can't see. Actually, I didn't hit a
0: power line. I crashed into a fence. Um. I've I've gotten so lucky with those power lines. We talked about that before, but I I didn't even realize I went between two of the lines lines until... Yeah, then Jacob sent me... sent me the footage back and I had flown right between those two wires and I was like, Whoa, I didn't even know I sent a flu between those two wires. Yeah. And, uh, ghost ghost lines. Right. So I would say for anyone out there that's Mm -hmm. doing anything with the drones, let this be a a lesson and say, scout your routes, make sure there's no lines, make sure there's no towers or anything that might cause any damage to facility or people. So yeah, definitely. Safety is a big concern. Um, you have to you have to know your area
1: you have to do your checks checks and balances just like any you know just like a race car driver they're going to drive the track they're going to walk around it they're going to look and see where the divots are you know stuff like that um and you got to do a telemetry check with drones too and um yeah i mean i've had a few i've had a few scares and instances where i've crashed um You know, the the most intense one was was definitely an illegal flight in a city that will be unnamed. And uh, yeah, I was at the top of the, I was gonna dive a tower. I was gonna dive a skyscraper and I got to the top of the building and I got a, I don't know what, it, what, I don't know what happened to this day, but it felt like an EMP hit the drone because everything just cut out Really, my, ra- my radio yelled at me and said, RF signal lost. And I said, what? Cause I was like at full blast on my, on my radio and, uh, admitting as much power as I could. You on you it was recording on a GoPro then too, right? Yep. Everything was recording. Even the goggles, the FPV footage was recording into my goggles and, um, got to the top of this building and just and it started dropping and uh i said oh you know obviously i was like oh but i kept watching it the feed in my goggles was still there until the thing hit the ground and so i got into the building luckily the the people in the building were nice and they were cool about it and they were actually impressed about the drone when we found it um and i looked back at the footage and, and nothing was there you know like it was the gopro had stopped recording at the same time that I lost radio signal. So it was like it was just very bizarre. Um but yeah, that was definitely a scary thing that I might not ever do again.
0: (laughs) So and then no explanation of what that cutout was. Yeah, I never
1: figured it out. Never happened before. It could have happened again. Well that drone was I had to rebuild it and it's it's rebuilt. I haven't put it up in the air yet, okay. though. It's, I mean, it's so much stuff to do. But could, it could have been a short, but I doubt it. That thing was built perfect. You know, I've flown it so many times before.
0: But okay. just, I, I have a feeling there could have just been interference at the top of this, this tower. And well, I think that might be true. There's a lot of things going on at the top of buildings. What they have, the, yeah, you know, I'm sure they have communications and stuff right. at the top of them. So yeah, Crazy. but um,
1: but yeah. So like you know, with safety, we can we can fly over people with smaller drones, sub two fifties. You decase a GoPro, you can. Get get some good footage off of that um and have a smaller drone yep. the, the cons to that is you get smaller battery time um i actually got to you remember the band lit no oh come on you. all right play the song now <laughs> it's the okay. one it's like dun, 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 dun. it's like uh here let me play it you know the you know I'm the song sure i've heard it you know the song i gotta i gotta like i
0: gotta play it a lot <laughs> uh, better be good I really want to find that one Matterhorn video, dude. Here it is.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. <laughs> is this going to be the intro music for the, for the punk, <laughs> if I can get the rights? Right. So, yeah, so, I, you know, I got to, we are talking with smaller drones. I got to fly a small drone on stage with that band while they were performing okay. um, at a casino. And uh, it was amazing, you know, like to be able to weave through these musicians, rockers, while they're, they're executing their, their, their stuff on stage and then we streamed it to their TV truck and they would blast it on the big screen for the audience to watch and it was you know I'm sure like I didn't get to see the reaction I was busy flying but I'm sure people really loved it and sure. so you know like cool things are possible it's just with.
0: within, within I'm, restrictions I'm seeing that now some more I saw a concert was Jay doing something with a concert or somebody was doing something with a concert uh, oh, a lot of lately. people do now. Yeah. It's a thing now. It's um, a thing. And yeah, I feel like there's liability mm-hmm. there for sure, a little bit when you're flying. Yeah. Because you could mess somebody up if you hit a drone right. I mean you cut somebody's eye open, you know, or
1: Yeah, the two fifties though, like, they're so light. You okay. know, it would be it would be like a you know, maybe a die cast car, like a small hot wheel like hitting your head, somebody throwing it at your head or something. Sure. You're not gonna kill anybody, you sure. know. Um, and they're all closed props too so there's guards around those ducks um and and for the most part if you're flying around people you're not doing anything nuts you're you're, yep. you're chilling like again you're trying to get that you're just not be trying a to thread man. the
0: needle you're just trying yeah, to get you're that just trying to get the shot so what about um what about what i see on instagram these guys that are like diving mountains yeah so long like, range I, I saw this one like i said uh with the Matterhorn out in the Alps. Yeah. This guy, I mean, I don't know where he is. He he might be, I don't know how far away. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's close, but you don't see him in the video, of course. Mm-hmm. And the Matterhorn is like a drastically vertical point of a mountain. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's very far up it. Right. Um, and all of a sudden, here's this drone like at the tippy top, and he dives thousands of feet down this mountain yeah. face. And this is just awesome. But like... Yeah. Those uh, are super epic. So with battery life and uh, you know latency and all these other yeah, things. Yeah, well, it's a way different drone. It's it's a
1: you know for the most part those are seven inch drones, different different kind of prop pitch, um, and a different battery. Um, so I, w- I would I would argue that most of those guys are still using analog. Um, Versus digital because they they can still see when they're going to get break up because they're flying so far away. The other thing that is like super important to have on those drones is GPS. So you know they'll throw a GPS module on there, program it so that if they were to get uh, a drop, it'll still like return to home automatically Mm. and come back. And then at some point they'll get their they'll get their feed and their signal back.
0: Oh, you can do that with some FPV drones. Totally. Yep. So, so like, how they, I mean, so yeah, they're little, like the you know if you let go of the sticks, they just crash and die.
1: No, yeah, I mean, I don't use them. I don't use them on the racetrack. I don't. I mean, I don't really use them because I don't fly long range much. I do have a. I do have a couple builds with the GPS on them, but I haven't really had to use it. Um But yeah, they're like for the most part the size of a quarter, and you know program it, and set it on there, so that if you were to get a fail safe, which is when you know say the drone were to drop or you lose radio signal or all of a sudden your VX cuts out, it should come back to you gotcha. um, and then that feed will come back to you as well so yeah long range is, a, is definitely a, just a way different style different okay. different props batteries they use lithium ions instead of lipos and they're able to fly for anywhere between seven to 20 minutes and that's how they get to the top of these these peaks and and then fly climb all the way
0: back down like that because that stuff's just wild I mean I'm not sure what they do with the footage I mean other than yeah. you know views on YouTube or Instagram right uh, and of course there's money to be made there but yeah um, I don't know. It doesn't yeah. have much of a commercial application. That's always the way I think, but mm-hmm. they're awesome videos. Like Definitely. Just awesome. Definitely. And uh, if it's all about YouTube views for you, that's uh, that, that can make some money. So mm-hmm. I think that works. Um... We're getting toward the end here. I'd like to say, uh, we've already talked about a cr- pretty crazy moment there with you crashing a drone <laughs> in a unnamed location, yeah. uh, diving a building. Any other crazy um, moments or interesting or, or, or valuable life lessons from being on a shoot that you can think of? Uh, give me
1: a second mm-hmm. to think about that.
0: How about, uh, yeah, I think, okay, how on. about just like what gets you excited on a, on a, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're going to get a phone call from someone and asks you to do something, what's the most exciting thing?
1: Oh, um, I mean, it's gotta be automotive stuff, man. I mean, like that's
0: to me, that's where uh, my passion is with it. Um, and I know I touched on this, but do you prefer yeah. the live events or do you prefer like getting those perfect shots on a closed production?
1: I think either or. Um, I don't have as much experience with the production stuff yet, but you know, I, I know what pays more and that's probably be on production sets, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, like, obviously that's, you know, that's just cool shit. You know, and I know that like, for the most part, everyone involved in motorsports are good people, you know, it's like family, as soon as you're on the track with them and, and they're loving what you're doing and, mm-hmm. and it goes back and forth. Um, I think if there was like a dream job that were to pop up or someone gave me a call, it would probably just be working for like a, one of my favorite bands, you know, like sure. if the, <laughs> like if Deftones were to hit me up and I like, yeah, we want to do this Shit. I'd be like sick okay Ooh, <laughs> sick. <laughs> but like you know I mean your shot those type of shots are two f- to four seconds long and you know in music video clips I think uh, Vanover did something with Bieber on top of a building in LA and yeah, it was cool. Definitely. But, you know, it's just short snippets. It's not like you're, yeah.
0: you're out there, but you make more in right? that short snippet yeah. than, yeah, so, but, to... but, but I think I kind of get more satisfaction on those depending on how they're used. Right. Cause that's the way I, I love the commercial stuff. Cause like, yep. yeah, it's like maybe you're not going for this long, uh, long format, Mm-hmm. shot or whatever mm-hmm. live stream but because that one little thing is part of this big project right that's where I like I love this yeah uh, just like that's where I just impl- I'm excited
1: for the Matrix the new Matrix to come out because I have a feeling they're going to incorporate Think some so? of PV in there yeah I mean like some of these, like, top premier elite pilots that, you know, that I, I could mention names and stuff that are out there, like, I've seen, mm-hmm. haven't seen much footage from them all summer. Well, that means they're on set, but they can't sure. tell us what's going on. Sure. You know? and so, like, I don't know what's going on with Top Gun. That movie is supposed to come out fucking five years ago. I don't know. <laughs> I know, I know. But, like, you know, with Matrix, like, that was in 99, 1999 when that movie came out. We were all like, what the fuck? And yeah. You know, like, the slow-mo with the bullets and all that shit. And, like. Oh,
0: man, that thing, that movie set some precedent oh with the with the camera thing the circle thing so they got them yeah like
1: and and so like you know with with sci-fi movies and 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 then like race movies and stuff and i you know i obviously like i love fast and furious still but like i watched fast nine the other day or f9 or whatever they're calling it and uh there isn't much drone it's all helicopter you know and 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 that's cool but like for something like the matrix like can can they pull sure. it off can they you know
0: through it line i remember when jay was just all over the news um mm-hmm. for the brian like bull thing i remember someone tweeted at him or something some director and said, "Oh, yeah, oh um, dang, we should be using this in something. Yeah. what movie? I forgot what movie. Uh, it's I like the remember. next like Star Wars it. or something. <laughs> something." And I was like, "Oh."
1: Apparently, man. he never hit. He actually never responded to Jay. Okay, <laughs> but, okay well. But stay. yeah, I think like I mean, yeah, like the Hollywood stuff, man. Like it, you know, I had an opportunity to be on set for like a month, and I, I denied it because I saw I had smaller opportunities. But multiple with race car stuff, and I was like, "Cool, I can go on set for a month and do this, and like hang out and fly inspires and whatnot, or I can do what I really want to do." And so I sacrificed. You know, I I didn't I didn't I could have made forty grand, Mm -hmm. but I turned it down, and it was I think it was like a huge point for me to kind of like, okay, you're gonna make ten grand or you're gonna make forty grand.
0: Sure. But the ten grand, you're gonna be doing what you're loving, you know, and it's gonna and if it's it's still the the direction you want to go, you know, if it's if you believe. That, that is the direction you want to go, right? Then I, that's the right choice. Yeah, totally. Why 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 postpone, you know, your future goals for money? Because life is short, yeah. and if you're not chasing your dream, right? You know, or the path that you think you need to take for that dream, it's a, you're wasting time. Totally, and
1: and then the movie, the subject of the movie was kind of depressing, but also like. You're, and I mean, you're on set. You're you're replaceable, hmm. you know. Uh, not everybody can can fly on a racetrack, you know?
0: sure. So there was that thought as well. Sure. Um, anything else you want to add? Because I think we'll probably wrap it up. where
1: Nah, that's it. Follow We're me. right about hit an hour. On the, hit me up on the Instagram. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you we'll. Got, hit, um, you got any questions? Air Jordan FPV. I'll. Uh, I'll ask that here in a second. I'll say. Where, first of all, where can people watch the live stream stuff that you do at ERX? Where, where is that visible?
1: Um, so if you, so the league that runs uh, all our the live stream stuff through, um, sorry, hold on, let me rephrase that. Uh the question, Champ road is the the league. Um, it's off road truck racing, side by side. You know, Pro Two, Pro Four mod, mod um, buggies. We got you know mini. We got carts out there with kids on them. Um, you'll see a lot of Justin Smash's footage. You know, he's kind of leading the way with that.
0: Um, but if is it just, like an FPV guy thing to have like a name?
1: Yeah Nerd totally. FPV
0: Johnny yeah. FPV Yeah what's he got, Smash what's he Yeah
1: Justin Smash
0: I mean it's like I don't, I don't know Do I need to come it? Am I missing something I think, it, Do I need that, to come I think that
1: was the race That comes from the race That comes from the racing Okay you know, like you, So that's you like, you like have Their your racing your, name you heavy pilot call You know okay. like, I mean look like We got Top Gun We got Maverick Oh I see It's kind of the same
0: The same Boy what could mine mean DP No that's wrong Dynamic Dynamic Smash FPV Dynamic Smash Yeah, I think
1: Dynamic something But yeah I mean Mine makes sense right just ripping off of Michael Jordan yeah but i like it i like it
0: um, well where so they can see where is it live on facebook or on youtube yeah they, i think their streams are still available now like
1: forever on you can you can check them out on 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 youtube i believe okay. um and then uh, like if you want to watch Justin, obviously I you know, give him mad praise and he's, he's giving me opportunities, so shout out to him. And I think he's doing um, the Nitro Rally at ERX this weekend. So if, you know, if, obviously if you just hit up like the Nitro Instagram page, you'll see where they're streaming mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and that's when you can really see, the, like I said, what, what's, what it's
0: about and what the capabilities are. Okay. And where can people follow you? Give us our social media shout outs to follow your work and get in touch with you for anything.
1: Yeah, everything is my name. It's Air Jordan, J-O-U-R-D-A-N F-P-V. That's the Twitter, which I barely use. And then Instagram is obviously the main thing. And then
0: Facebook too, which is all tethered tethered together. But uh, yeah, feel free to hit me up with questions. Awesome. Well, Jordan, it has been a pleasure having you. I think um, I learned a lot about F-P-V and I I just love talking about the industry and where yeah. we think it's going and where it's come from and people's personal journeys through it and, and, uh, making a career out of it. And I think that is, uh, an inspiration to many people that are going to be listening to this. So, yeah, uh, with that, thank you for coming on. Thank you. For and, uh, that's all we have for right now, everybody. Thank you for listening to this uh, podcast. Obviously, uh, if you don't already follow us at S speed media, uh, on Instagram or, um, S is our website where you can listen to all these episodes directly or, uh, or share them through Spotify Apple Podcasts or Amazon Podcasts. Thank you for listening we'll catch you guys on the next one Tick